0: Welcome to Motivated with Liberty. Hello everyone. This is Liberty Bernal and welcome to Motivated with Liberty. Today I have a very different episode planned for you and I am so excited and honored to introduce anyone listening to my three best friends aka the Wolf Pack. And my three best friends are the most amazing women in the world, and they also have very different thoughts and feelings and perspectives on this crazy new normal that we are all living in today. And I thought it would be awesome in one sense and helpful in another and motivating in another if we all got on the podcast and just shared and were really open and honest with what we've all been experiencing and how we're feeling so, welcome to Motivated, Brooke, Jessica, and Nicole. Thank you, girls, for being here.
1: Woo-hoo, hi. hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, keep in mind, this is for giggly best friends. <laughs> I think Nicole so, and I
2: probably feel so awkward
0: yes <laughs> don't feel awkward do not feel awkward we're good we're good and Jessica's still the quiet one out there she's probably still working in the background um on her amazing make-a-wish work so okay if you girls don't mind I do have a few questions because I know at first you know you're being recorded and people will be listening it is awkward right but you're putting yourselves out there and I really appreciate it And I mean, honestly, I've roped you into this really. (laughs) You're all really good sports to be on this. Um, But if I could start with a few questions just to get the convo rolling and, you know, don't be afraid to get real. And like I said, before we started the podcast, I think we'll really be able to just help some people stay sane in Mm -hmm. this time. The reality of today, I know people will listen to this podcast in the future, but today is the day after President Trump announced we have another 30 days in the shelter at home life. And I don't know about you girls, but when I first heard it yesterday, I was actually at Walmart (laughs) because there seems to be a daily Mm -hmm. need for me to be at Walmart right now with our disinfection business. Um, And the woman who was showing me to some random thing that I needed had said, did you hear President Trump announced another 30 days of shelter at home? And honestly, my heart skipped a beat. I felt a little nauseous. Like, it just, I know we need to do this to save lives, but it affects us, right? Uh, So so whomever wants to start, I will refuse to pick on anyone because you girls are my besties. (laughs) But if someone has something to say, like, well, how, how did you hear about having to stay at home? How did it affect you and how... How are you
2: feeling you guys? Um I think I heard it via a meme.
1: Oh but <laughs> I
2: wasn't I mean I wasn't surprised. I think Ben and I were preparing for it and we feel like it's the right thing to do. So yeah. I'm relieved even though I'm losing income every day, it's you know, it's what we need to do. So I'm actually Good. really happy being at home. It's it's like all my introverted dreams are coming true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and Brooke, I mean, and I'll let everyone know, I've, I mentioned we each have these very different lives um, that we live. You are the hairstylist of the group, most amazingly talented, beautiful, oh, inside and out sweet. talented person. So, I mean, how overall, Brooke, have you been affected? I know there's been a ro- little bit of a roller coaster. Oh, gosh. Weeks, it's, but... I'm
2: like, wow, I didn't. I thought I was more. um mentally stable than this but it's like it really brings it all out there like one day I'm hysterically crying and then I'm like like out of my mind like slap happy laughing and you know it's kind of crazy but I think um for us it's I mean mostly just a financial hit um I rely on on income daily coming in so that's the scariest part but um I mean, it's scary, but overall, I think we've been pretty good at looking at the silver lining, like when else in our careers, I've been doing hair 20 years, I've never had this much of a break on my body. So, you know, like I don't take vacations. It's hard for me to take vacations. Um, And so I'm able to give my body a rest. I'm able to sleep. I'm able to stretch. I'm able to exercise and prepare my meals. Like at work, eating is always a struggle for me. My, my eating schedule is so erratic. So I feel like I'm overall, I mean, I was like, I just feel like I'm going to be so much more physically healthy. I'm not inhaling toxic chemicals every day, you know? So we were talking Mm -hmm. about just the silver lining and everything. And I'd say that's it. But the biggest struggle is probably I mean, absolutely financial.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is when everyone was debating about what's better for America, you know, two more weeks or four more weeks. To me, there's no question. We're saving lives. mm -hmm. The amount of people that could die by reopening everything too soon just Mm -hmm. doesn't even, you know. But financially it's harder another two weeks of no income like you said like daily every day Mm -hmm. I mean we've planned trips as friends before and had so much conversation around that Mm -hmm. is how can we plan a trip where it's not a day you're missing work so you don't miss out on the income right so I know it's super stressful are you feeling like you're getting the assistance you need like I know there's
2: um so initially we didn't qualify for unemployment um Mm -hmm. because we're sole proprietors but um they changed that. So we were able to file oh, for unemployment. Okay. I don't know if it's okay. going to be granted to us. Um, cause I mean, I'm sure they're inundated with so many people who are W2 employees that are probably going to come first, but we were able to apply for it. And then, um, the bill that Pat, I just, I have no idea when that money's going to show up and we still have all of our bills to pay. So um, like, I'm still required legally to p- pay rent to my salon, even though I'm not working. Mm. So, um, you know, it's just the bills are okay. still there, but there's no money coming in. So, I don't know what's going to happen. No. So, what yeah. was your question? Do I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that answered it? You're okay. good.
0: You're good, girl. <laughs> well, and um, Nicole, you're in a similar situation as a makeup artist, you're in LA and you, you've done a lot of celebrities. You're with this incredible, you know, company, I guess you would say, or agency, right? Yes. Um, that you get booked through and it was rocking and your makeup is incredible. But now
1: let me guess, no one wants their makeup done, right?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, but
1: my, my experience echoes Brooks. It's quite similar. I mean, every yeah. all of our work, came to a screeching halt. Everything that I was doing just stopped. So most of what I do is um, preparing talent and clients for appearances. That might be a late night show or red carpet or a premiere or any kind of event or press for movies, TV shows that they're promoting, photo shoots, and that stuff just completely stopped. So it's very similar in that in that our income is based on day-to-day jobs. I mean, my jobs are, they come in as talent, it requires makeup and that's completely stopped. So um, it, it's a challenge. I mean, it's, it's very similar in that we, um, I don't know how to explain it. I, <laughs> I work as the work comes in and it's been nice yeah. to have a little bit of a A break. I agree with that. We also have a three and a half year old. So that's been a little bit of a challenge. Um, Our days are not filled with the things that I would love to be doing, like cleaning out closets and (laughs) doing puzzles and drinking wine and taking naps. I mean, that would be very lovely. But we're working with her and we're keeping her in, you know, doing educational things and activities and it's fun. And we also have a similar, there are a lot of silver linings in that we have a lot of really lovely, quiet family time that's uninterrupted by our work. normal, yeah, our, our work <laughs> or even just, you know, being online and being available to check uh, emails or, or texts that come in. And if we miss those things, then we um, might miss a job. So we're constantly checking that incoming uh, messages and to not have to be doing that and just be having quality family time. has been really lovely. Yeah, um, I
0: agree. I agree. And I think at first we all had a more unsettled feeling. Because it was all new and we were adjusting and we didn't know what was happening and every day was so different. And now it's almost like we're kind of settling into it, despite the stress of loss and come. You know, it's almost like at least the uncertainty seems to be a little less. Correct me if I'm wrong. I could be no, wrong. No, I
1: I agree. And I, find, going a bit. I found that that there's been an extreme of emotion. Like Brooke said, it's like I'm either yeah. like totally having a complete panic attack and overreacting yes. and. And not, you know, literally having, for the first week or so, I was having pretty serious panic attacks and and pains in my chest. And then it's either extreme overreacting or extreme underreacting.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Kind of just like, I mean, I guess we'll just chill. It's fine. You know, and and like, let's have a barbecue with the fam.
1: My immediate family, the three of us. Um, Yeah. You know, because we're also not seeing my parents who live 10 minutes away. We're not seeing them because they're. Older, and we're just trying to be extremely mm-hmm. careful. So, it's been a strange isolation here. um But like Brooke, I'm also trying to see the silver lining and and the, the way the community has rallied around each other. Neighbors are are helping each other out, and you're know, seeing the way that the world is connecting in a way that it hasn't before. Is yes. really amazing. And mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah. have this little view from our house, and there's there's actually clear air in L.A. here, and I mean, you see the immediate. Um, breath that the environment is taking and like it's it's pretty cool to see that as well very cool and we also have jessica
0: who is over in phoenix and jess is and i like saying you're an executive at make a wish because that's what you are (laughs) and jess and i also happen to go to high school together so we've known each other a really long time and Jess, you mentioned earlier, your work is super busy. I mean, obviously, with Make-A-Wish, there's still so much going on. So how are you? Like, what is, how it is happening over there? What has changed? Yeah, um, I, I assume you can hear me. <laughs> oh, you sound really oh, far I away, though. Oh, I can't hear you,
2: Jessica. Kuhn. <laughs> <laughs> oh Is this
3: better? No. no. Any better? No. No. Is that better? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm dealing with computer systems things. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm a director at Make a Wish and our focus has really been on helping to keep our brand in the hearts and minds of the public because we still have many wish kiddos that are waiting for their wishes. And this crisis has created a scenario where many of them who are very ill, um, can't experience those wishes right now and creating the hope, strength, and joy that a wish creates, um, and then be having to tell a a child who's in the hospital with a life-threatening illness that they need to wait, um, can often be really, really challenging. Um, so um, we've started a campaign called Messages of Hope, where we're having the public create messages for wish kiddos to um, give them a moment and help them reflect. And that's been a huge priority. So it's been very busy. Um, but we are very affected by this as is our, you know, most not-for-profits. Um, you know, people are focusing on their own families and their health, which is definitely merited. Um, and it's a difficult challenge for us because we obviously want to put um, our organization's um, mission out there, but also want to balance and be sensitive to the climate that we're all in. So it's been very busy Absolutely. and very challenging.
0: Just how do people what is that information for the messages to the kids? That's amazing and a wonderful idea. How do we do that? Yeah how do, we do that. I'm sure anyone listening wants to do that too. I would
3: very much love it if anyone listening would would be willing to participate. Um, you can go onto to Instagram or Facebook any of your favorite social media channels and create a little message of hope my my niece and nephew. Um, played a little song um, and sent it out to the wish kiddos that are out there waiting for their wishes. Um, You can hashtag it with make a wish America and um, or uh, at tag at mention make a wish America or hashtag wishes are waiting and post that to your favorite social media account. Um, And that'll get collated into many wishes that are getting sent out to wish kiddos all over the country.
0: I think that is so wonderful. And it goes to, there's kind of two sides to what I'm thinking of when you say that. Is something that will help the Wish kids. I know there are people that are really struggling at home right now, not doing the things that they love or that would keep them feeling stressed or anxious, right? Like, I have seen a group of friends I know that are golf fanatics and they're to have this campaign, it's like hashtag golf is essential, which we all know golf is not really essential, but their point they're making is it helps people mentally. I get that and totally respect it. But right now, it's not the thing to do, right? But even to say to someone like that, like, look, we know you're hurting and mentally it's tough and you might feel more stressed without golf in your life, but here's something you can do to affect a wish kid. And in turn, I really believe that would affect people positively who are giving those messages of hope to those kids and maybe even grounding them a little bit. Like if you're feeling depressed about not golfing. Let's get a little perspective, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, I, I was like all pouty when I couldn't go to my normal workout classes and things. And then I got some perspective and it was really helpful. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and I think sometimes we do need to come back down to earth a little bit on what we're missing out on very temporarily, mm-hmm. because we will begin to get to return to the things we love and know it will be a different world. But the reality is most of us, you know, I know there's a financial aspect to it. And I do not want to take away from that. But there's, you know, those wish kids, thinking about them often brings me back to mm-hmm. perspective and reality.
3: Well, and, and on the other side of all of that for me is, is my husband, right? Who is going in every day to a hospital setting um, and helping people who are calling in to understand what, they're, what this virus is and what it means. And um, he, um, I know there's been a huge case out there around the the couple in Maricopa County here in Phoenix who um, took chloroquine phosphate um, thinking that it would oh, help them. Yeah, um, that was um. Brian's. That was my husband's case. Um, he oh received gosh. the the ER call, and so you know, I think the 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 message for everyone who's having that feeling of of a little bit of despair and being locked in or not being able to go out. You know, these are the things to think about. You know that we have many medical health care providers that are out there on the front lines doing this so that we don't have to, um, and taking care of us so that we can, um, be at home and stay safe. And so it's, you know, it's near and dear to my heart in a lot of ways. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of hope to gain from integrating, you know, your day-to-day into some of the things that are happening out there and and expressing gratitude for, for all the things that are happening. So, Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely. It's, it's crazy. I mean, our worlds were all rocked, bottom line, you know, really three, four weeks ago, this would not have even, you know, (laughs) been a thought to be reality. And, you know, Ryan and I are certainly feeling it in very odd, polar opposite ways in Mm -hmm. our house. Um, You know, we have a fitness focused life that, you know, business wise completely went down the toilet for lack of a better phrase. And we understand and we're here, you know, for the people that we support, but the income we had from a fitness license went away and we're hearing heartbreaking stories from our licensees about possibly closing their doors. They can't recover from this. Mm. And it's really, really hard, obviously. And, um, we, you know, Ryan and you all know (laughs) he is OCD and clean freak. And the fact that six months ago, he thought if only anyone can just practice prevention and properly disinfect and we had these machines and now you know, we're on a different sort of front lines, Jess, where we're not doctors, obviously, but we're on the front mm-hmm. lines with dealing with people who have had exposure to coronavirus, who have a fear, who have businesses, they're trying to protect, they're trying to keep their customers safe and do the right thing. And what I've learned in the last few weeks and speaking directly with people every day and going out there, I know like people cringe when they hear that we have to be out so often, but that's just the nature of what we're doing. And it's certainly essential um, we are learning in a very scary manner that people do not understand what disinfecting is, boys. No and that's, it's really not good. And even medical facilities, like there, we were learning the statistics about how many people get additional infections and illnesses from being medically treated for something else <sighs> because the facility wasn't properly disinfected. So I think as a world, and certainly in the U.S., we all need to brush up on things like what does disinfecting mean? Um, Because just spraying and wiping doesn't do it. And that's, you know, I think the most simple way that we can even fight the coronavirus itself. There's obviously much more to it. But, you know, it's been crazy. And for us emotionally, just to kind of make that shift. And on one hand, we're in mourning over one part of our life with the fitness side. But on the other hand, we're excited about this other opportunity and to help. But it's just it's been weird. Same roller coaster ride, you know. <laughs> like I I've had awful anxiety. I feel you, Nicole. Yeah. Like it just at the weirdest times, you know, waking up middle of the night or sometimes mid-afternoon. And Nicole, you shared an article with us that I think would be helpful for anyone to read. And it had to do with it was just the bottom line, it was a psychologist, right? Who was comparing like a, a aspect of almost mourning to what we're all feeling like here's mm-hmm. why you might be feeling anxiety and that was really helpful to understand um right yeah i mean i i'd have to
1: go back and review that
0: that article to yeah no no no. That, i know it's okay you don't have to remember but, but yeah i mean
1: i i definitely think that there are so many emotions and they come on so quickly and and, and are often un, unprompted by anything i mean <clears throat> and, yeah. excuse me trying to understand <clears throat> excuse me you know, why those things are happening and trying to match your your head to what your heart is feeling and the emotions that are 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 arising is pretty wild, um, especially when you've got a little, maybe kids or little ones in the house and you don't even have the time to sit and think about what you're feeling because you're distracted by trying to take care of them and protect them in any way that you can. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're, I, I do think that, that your morning, your morning your daily life and your morning, um, your expectations for the future. And I mean, I'll just speak for myself where I don't even allow myself really to think about what's gonna happen in a month. I mean, I expected this to be another month, even to we've canceled trips. We've canceled all of our business trips and personal trips as well through June. So, you know, to try to think beyond that is is emotional as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of things to grapple with and try to Try to figure out how how to go on to, um, you know, live live in an emotional place that's sort of safe and steady for right now is tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the
0: connecting aspect has been the most positive in my mind. Oh yeah. And connecting in ways, yeah. Like, I mean, it's interesting because we had the opportunity to see more people before this happened, but it was almost like we, you know, you take for granted what you think will always be there, and now to be on zooms or to be on even this, this recording or to have the opportunity to really connect and and ask someone, how are Mm -hmm. you, you know, what plan? And for the first time, the whole entire world is connected by one Mm -hmm. thing, right? We are all affected by this one thing. And, you know, there's there's funny things like, have you watched Tiger King? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we can all talk about that all day. Or there's serious things. You know, like did you hear about this? You know, like the the couple in Phoenix. Yeah. You know, most people have heard about that situation, and it just so happens that one of our best friends was dealing with it. And, um, you know, I think I've been really, really inspired by a lot of people and the way they've been handling this situation. I've also been really disappointed, honestly. There have been big disappointments that I've experienced the last month in people and what they say or do, and that's normal. That's just human stuff. But what I wanted to ask you to sort of lighten things back up a little bit because there's nothing wrong with that right now is you gotta have a favorite part to this whole situation. I mean, Brooke, you even started yeah with, <laughs> when you were talking about like the you know introverts. Yeah. I feel I. So let's talk about what we're loving right now. Cause it's totally okay to be happy I about I feel things, a little so. guilty.
2: That's the biggest thing I, I find like, yeah. cause I feel guilty having any enjoyment in this. Um, yeah. But I'm just trying to make the most of it. You know, I'm picking up little side jobs. Uh, the community that I have around me and my clients have been, I mean, they're reaching out to me. How can I help? Can I pay it forward? Which has been incredible Um, and super, you know, it just makes you realize like we really are all in it together. And so I think just communicating with so many people, having the time to do that, having the time to FaceTime my mom, who's been in total isolation by herself Um, every single day, Mm -hmm. like I never get to talk to her that much or FaceTime with my nephew. So being able to communicate with people, being able to take the time and have some self-care and do some things that plan for the future. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to focus on that every day and then making a conscious effort to really put things in perspective. I, I went to bed last night and I, you know, like told my husband that I loved him and I was like, we, we don't have any mouths to feed. We have a dog, we have a roof over our head. It's just us. Like, we're going to be okay. We have food in the fridge. We have a home. Like we are insanely lucky. So putting things in perspective every day, um, you know, has been really helpful and I don't always take the time to do that.
0: I don't think you should feel guilty, Brock. I think that's amazing. And I think you deserve it. I know
2: before all this happened you
0: know it's almost just that that like daily grind and it was grinding you yeah. you know we talked so much about your aches and pains from your your career and you know all these different things and I think it's okay you know I don't think feeling guilty is gonna help. no anything. totally not I'm I just think saying it's okay it's, to appreciate it's like I know that
2: I shouldn't feel guilty but it's still the push yeah, and pull I'm like back too. and forth you know like I shouldn't yeah. feel guilty but I do a little bit but then reminding myself it's okay you know to like embrace yeah. this time yeah Good.
0: Good. No, I, I think a lot of people are on the yeah, same page. For sure, I have talked to a lot of people who feel the same way and they're just leaning into it. And if they have kids, like I'm definitely, I love the time I'm having yeah. with grace and everyone keeps asking know, well, is it stressful juggling work and schooling your daughter? Well, yes, of course it is. But at the same time, it's so cool to be so involved and I, you know, I feel guilty too, like in the juggle and what should I spend the most time on? But, um, but yeah, just embracing it. And if Gracie doesn't finish everything that she was supposed to that day, just let it go and know we're all doing the best we can. That might even be the hardest thing for a lot of people to grasp is if you didn't do everything you thought you should that day or, you know what I mean? Like then the new normal, you know, there's these expectations and especially as parents. And it's like, you know what? Let it go. Like the first week I was crying because I couldn't, I was so crazy with this new work And trying to figure everything out and my emotions that Gracie didn't do any school for a week straight. And I literally was, like, so hard on myself. And it turned out I talked to her teacher. Her teacher's like, oh, my gosh, that's pretty much how 99% of the class was.
3: Don't even worry about it.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, well, we need to talk about it more. (laughs) Because I thought I was the worst mom in the world, you know.
2: But you're getting that Um, time with her. That's so incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the time is is wonderful. And I'm just, yeah, embracing it. And there's there are the juggle things like our neighborhood has made an agreement that the kids can still go out and play together. You know, we're like trying to keep a little distance, but we had to, to say it all together. Like, what do you feel comfortable with? And, um, you know, I think Gracie's kind of she's she likes it. She doesn't quite understand everything that's going on. We talk to her, you know, as much as you can talk to a six year old. But We're, we're letting the kids be in the front, you know, go and ride their bikes and move a little bit and do what we can. So, so yeah, it's very interesting. So what do we feel like is next for this next 30 days, girls? What, what do we need to do to stay motivated, to stay happy? Do you have any, are you thinking of any plans? Like, okay, for the next four weeks, this is what I want to make sure I do or not do, or I just want to breathe or I just want to not feel
1: anxious. (laughs) Like, what are your thoughts? We need to, we've had actually a nice little rhythm going over here. I think it, it took us a little while to get into it. But for us, because we're both freelancers, our, our jobs and our schedules are extremely erratic. And so there's no rhythm. There's no schedule. It was very loose and fly by the, by the seat of your pants kind of thing. And we've gotten into a nice little rhythm where we've got um, kind of a little sections of the day that are, that are carved out for different things for us to do with my husband, myself, and my three-year-old, and my dog. But I need to incorporate more fitness. More <laughs> like fitness. We are we're, more we're fitness to survive right now and eating what we can get mm-hmm. and eating, you know, not being so picky about meal planning or, or limiting our calories or anything like that because, you know, we're just, we're surviving. But um, I think for the next 30 days, we need to get into, incorporate a bit more health-conscious habits um, and you know, for me, my biggest thing is my alone time I'm, a he- I'm an introvert as well. And this is an introvert's dream, but I'm living an introvert with a little <laughs> tiny three old who is very talkative. And so to have really true alone time, and that might mean getting up earlier than I would like to, to go work out by myself, um, might be yeah. my, my biggest goal for the next 30 days for sure.
0: That's awesome. And we are here to support you. And that's Thanks, what friends ladies. are for too, right? And Accountability, always here. What about you, Brooke? I'll Matt? let Jessica.
3: Um, I think the biggest thing on my side is being adaptable. Um, you know, it's, I'm not a very good person at work from home. It's not my favorite thing to do because the boundaries get blurred very easily. Mm-hmm. And especially in, in my job, I feel very, you know, proud to work where I do, I feel very invested in the outcome. I want to make sure that we come out the other side of this in a really healthy way. And so it's very easy for this to capitalize on all of my time very quickly. And suddenly eight hour workday becomes a 10 hour workday becomes a 15 hour workday. Um, And so I think there's a degree of adaptability and boundary setting that has to happen in order to come out the other side of all of this, you know, with a normal Um, way of life. Um, And balance is going to be important for everyone's mental health. I think in this setting, you know, it's easy to kind of focus in on one thing, whether it's your job or obsessing about what's happening on the news or, um, you know, there's so many things that I think people can laser in on, but there's a, there's a sense of balance. And I appreciate what Brooke's saying, because I think if you can find that balance in this, then you're, you're making the most of a difficult situation. I think that's, what we all have to be able to find strive for, Mm -hmm. um, in all of this. So. I love it. Yeah.
0: You already were that, that friend who worked. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) yes, I think you need to make sure you take some of that time and and just breathe into it and adjust. And you're so passionate. And one thing I think that's
3: worth saying in all of this is, you know, Brian and I don't have a child, um, and I think that the bravest people and the people that are the most, the, stro- the strongest people in this situation are people who are parents
2: Absolutely. because
3: they're adapting in a way that um, I certainly, I, you know, can't r- relate to. And I think that takes a lot to be able to create, uh, you know, a comfortable space for your whole family and adapt. Mm-hmm. So that adaptability in that setting is I, I just my hats go off to the people that are parents.
2: Agreed. Mm, Thank you. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, it's different dynamic. That's for sure. (laughs) I think, it. yeah, it always is. But I mean, I think, I think everyone, you know, just relative, I think everyone is dealing with their own struggles and their own, you know, maybe little pockets of joy in this too. And I think, you know, coming, all of us coming from these different experiences and different things we do in our lives. It's just so interesting that there's just still this common thread of the same feeling throughout all of it. And I do personally love that. I love, I've been talking to you girls and texting with you girls more than ever. And, you know, and that means something. And even, you know, if we have one person listen to this and they're like, yes, that is helpful. That's the goal. And I think that's just, you know, one thing for everyone to keep in mind is, we're a planet full of billions and billions of people. And, you know, the, the best thing we can do is be kind and be patient. And I hope no one that we know, I hope no one would die from this. And obviously people are dying. I just hope everyone stays as safe as possible and we keep up the communication and being honest. And if you feel anxious or crazy, you know, you call someone and you know, we all get through it together. Mm-hmm. that's all we can do and just stay safe and stay educated. It's really, really important. Um, you girls are so amazing and the best for sharing and being so open. I know it's like a little unnerving, <laughs> but you did it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, no one swore. I'm really surprised oh, that no one swore. I'm surprised they
2: didn't. Um, where oh, Brookie? cleaning up my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But before we go, does anyone have anything else? I don't want to cut it short. If there was one thing that you wanted to share or anything else to say. You know, you asked is there something? what we're looking
2: forward to spending the four weeks doing or something along those lines. And yeah. I was thinking, I really wanna make more of an effort to help other people if I can. So, You know, I've thought how I feel and going back to talking about people with kids, you know, I feel so helpless. My friends with kids who are both out of work and they're home with their kids, multiple kids, and they're struggling financially. Like, it's not like I can go over and offer babysit. So I've been trying to brainstorm ways to help other people. And I just think that's a good way in general for people if you're feeling anxious or sad um, to help someone else. Uh, can relieve a lot of that that. I think for everybody check in on elderly neighbors agree check in on your friends yes so I love uh, like single people I think if some people can think about how they can help awesome agree agree make that a daily
0: goal like who who can you affect today the mail still works too I started um sending out more cards. I don't know if that's scary to people. <laughs> ben will not let me bring
3: <laughs> a package mail, in the but...
2: house. No. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe like that's a
3: bad
2: idea. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it though because that boy is willy-nilly with his germs and it makes me anxious every day and I'm like, this is amazing.
1: <laughs> oh, well,
0: that's good. Yeah, I think this has brought a new awareness to many people's lives. That's for sure. including anyway. mine. Um, awesome, you girls. All right. Well, I think that's That's it for this episode. You are amazing and I appreciate you and love you so, so much. It was good to talk to you guys. Love you. Yeah, love Love you.
3: you.
0: Thank you. That is another episode of Motivated with Liberty. We will see you soon. Don't forget to visit LibertyBernalFitness.com. Check out my Instagram feed, free workout videos, information about coaching, and more.